Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Hey, this is not a test. This is rock and roll. You're a duly appointed federal marshal. Like this guy right here. Good morning, Charlie. Handsome, and he's probably a dummy. And then this guy. I don't know how to put this. He's short and insecure. I'm kind of a big deal. Oh, that's a hell of a good project. Shush, <laughs> Good morning, Melbourne. You are here with Zach and Charlie, too young to fail, here on Sin 90.7. Scan on. Got a lot to squeeze in today. Powerful stuff coming your way. But before we do, say a quick hello to Charlie. How are you, mate? Very well, mate. It's a pleasure to be here. Obviously, uh, it's, uh, it's an exciting show ahead. I have a few uh, things to share. I guess a highlight of my week would be, uh, to talk about me first, would be my birthday. Uh, <laughs> just draw the attention just, straight uh, to Just to kick us off. Just I, so uh, everyone knows. Yeah, turn the big 23. It was, uh, it was a lovely day. A low light, I could say, would guess the, uh, the love from the family, the sister... Didn't get me anything, but... Didn't get you a gift. But she did guarantee a shopping visit on Saturday, which is, you know, a nice little compensation, Would have been, I think. Would have been nice, would have been nice Maya, to have a gift after my she gift card. handed me for 22 years about my poor present organisation, but you know how it is. Uh, <laughs> and uh, moving on from that, something that caught my attention, I guess, was uh, Jack Watts' hairdo, if you haven't seen it in the news. Oh, shocker. Sort of a Justin Bieber. If you check it out on Instagram, go on Melbourne FC, great club. Uh, and a little plug there. <laughs> Just for something that caught my attention. How for, about the mighty, you? for the Mighty Demons. <laughs> How about you, Zachy? What's going on with you? Uh, not a lot, mate. I did. Um, I got a few missed calls from an O2 number earlier in the week. Couldn't figure out who it was. Assumed it was my grandparents. Yep. Uh, and then I find out Matt and Alex have left Triple J Mornings. And Huge. I'm, I'm wondering if there's any connection between my 18 missed calls from Sydney yeah. and then potentially needing two people to fill in next and year. And the running momentum of this show. I mean, I mean, we're heading into week eight now. We've got 173 Instagram followers. Exactly it right. is flying. The writing is on the wall. <laughs> Dead set. And if you want to hit us up with any questions, queries, or qualms that you may have, that's at Zach and Charlie on Instagram. If this is your first time listening to the show, Charlie and I like to ramble about stable relationships, travel plans, career goals, and other great things we lack. We can't promise that we'll help you through any of these, but we can certainly dribble out our opinions. Mate, we've said it a few times now, life can be overwhelming in your early 20s. You're always trying to find a balance between work, study, social life, all with the pressure of simply trying to make something of yourself. Now this is rich coming from us, but sometimes it doesn't have to be all about you. In (laughs) fact, there is nothing more centering and rewarding than helping other people. This is slightly more poignant than Mum Should Have Knocked or Charlie King for Bachelor 2017, but we're excited to talk to uh, two young volunteers from the RCD Foundation, a charity that was inspired by the big heart and brain of Robert Connor Dawes. Um, it's battling brain tumours, supporting brain matters, all in the areas of research, care and development. Yes, we're to be joined by Ellen Dooley and Ben Stonia very shortly to talk about the foundation and its significance in paediatric brain cancer research, how young people are getting involved, and to share some stories about their mate, Robert Connor Dawes. We've also got a few emails in this week about girlfriends, new friends, and high school dividends that rhymed unintentionally. To stay right here with Zach and Charlie on Sin 90.7. Groovy, a far cry from because of the internet, but we're now very close to Chartership in a second half. <laughs> so I've gone, out for, <laughs> I've gone out for five minutes to go and try and upload an Instagram post so people do not miss this stellar interview. And Charlie's gotten very comfortable with our two guests who join us now. 
Alan and Ben. Now, for those who aren't aware or aren't familiar with the RCD fund, they, they plead that the brain is where the heart lives. An attack on the brain is an attack on the core of who we are. This is why brain tumours are so devastating. Now, Robert Connor Dawes was the victim of one such attack. His brain was besieged by an ependymoma tumour. Uh, like many others, he gave his all to beat the poor odds, but on April 20th, 2013, Connor's battle ended. Now, today, brain cancer is the most fatal of all childhood cancers, and a few new effective treatments mean that 80% of children diagnosed with a high-grade tumour still lose their battle within five years. Now, inspired by Connor's strength in his heart and his mind, the RCD Foundation was born. And might I add that most recently, um, the Foundation held their fourth annual fund run, raising over $600,000 to commit to their many projects and collaborations in the areas of research, care and development. And right now we are joined by two great young Australians who are both volunteers of the RCD Foundation and friends of Connors, Ellen and Ben. How are you guys? Good, thanks. Thanks for having us, guys. It's good to be here. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Ellen, you are very representative of the young people involved in the charity. And I just wanted to ask, why is it so important that RCD reaches out to these to the youth of Australia? Because our charity, the Robert Condors Foundation, is about kids. It's about paediatric brain cancer. So kids are affected, friends are affected, and pretty much we want to keep it, you know, young. You know, men. it's a fun thing to do. Like at the charity, you know, to get people involved in it, you need that element of fun. Yeah. And with yeah. the kids, you know, you go to Connor's Run and I reckon 80% of the people there are under 25 probably. So yeah. it's just about that element and going into the future to sustain it. That's what you need. Yeah. Absolutely. What What does that do for the uh, for the vibe of the of the run? Is it, is, is that oh. the idea? Is to just keep the energy alive? And... Yeah. The motto of the run is more fun than run. So absolutely, we have young bands, we have DJs, you know, games, footy players, everything to get the kids involved. So because Connor, especially, he was my age, so still yeah. so young. Um, all his friends are really involved. People are inspired by his stories. Especially, you know, we have so many kids from primary school who never met him. They always say, we want to come help out. Um, and yeah, it's really inspiring to see these kids. Didn't know Connor, but they always want to get involved. Kids is a good way to put it. I mean, we're kids. You know? yeah. yeah, I like kids to think we're kids. kids yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, Ben, um, the charity started with Connor's close friends and family working together, obviously, but has now expanded to involve thousands of people between Connor's Run, Brain Week, Ergo Championships, and branching across Australia and the US. Um, what is it about this cause that has caught the attention and subsequently the time and donation from so many people? I think, especially, you mentioned rowing there, it, that's, you know, all of it has come together as who Connor is, so there's all these different elements. Um, the Brain Week, you know, this was a thing created um, by, you know, thought up by Liz because Connor was really into sort of Sudokus and puzzles and yep. that sort of thing, and that, that element of using the brain, which ties in really nicely to what actually has, you know, it was an attack on his brain, yeah. so, you know, to get that message across through... Um, that sort of brain week, which it's called. Um, also, with the rowing, I think they connected to his love of rowing. Like, um, is it Stanford? Do you know? Is it? I know Stanford and Wisconsin. I think yeah. they both are involved now with the the ergo challenges and yeah. things like that. So yeah, Connor had his American um, heritage. So mm -hmm. his both his parents are, are American. So somehow they got a contact through Stanford, and they heard about his story, his love of rowing, and. Um, you know, he was trying to get into the first eight um, in his last year of school until that's when the um, the brain tumour diagnosis hit. And, yep. you know, there were signs there. We were, um, there was sculling on the 
in Albert Park Lake, and you know he got it, he was his balance was a bit off, mm-hmm. and he was getting really really frustrated at himself because he was training so hard, and that's actually how Connor's run came about because yeah. he ran that um, the Sandringham to the city boat sheds. So and that's the exact course that he ran. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It's a beautiful tie-in. Um, you you touched on it just a little bit earlier. I just wanted to ask um, Liz Connor's mother. What, how integral has she been and I guess what's her role in the RCD Foundation? Liz is the most incredible woman ever. She's so driven, so passionate. She wants to find a cure and to be honest, I think she will. <laughs> She's so, so passionate. She tries her best. She gets in contact with the best doctors, the best researchers. We give, sorry, the foundation gives a scholarship, a PhD scholarship to research into ependymomas. Um, she, you know, is constantly talking, going to conferences in Australia, America, all over the world, basically speaking to the best in medicine to wow. try and find a, can- a cure for Her networking is amazing. Like, she met, she met Joe Biden, like, yeah. through... Really? Yep. So, just, wow. Just the vice president of America, the, the butt of all memes in the yeah. last two weeks. Yeah. So. <laughs> Beautiful man. That is Joe Biden means, yeah. Oh, they are moving over like... She also managed to get Usain Bolt a T-shirt, which was so I exciting. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so this is just after our run. Um, we didn't get a photo of him wearing the T-shirt. He was just holding it, but mm. it was I think so that's awesome. good enough. I was going to say, that's a win, that. you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one, of, one, know. one of the best Olympians ever. Yeah, he's, he's a busy man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's, he's when a... he was in Melbourne, we um, tracked, Liz tracked him down. We got him, and yeah, it was oh. just so amazing to tell someone like Usain Bolt about Connor. It was just, That's it incredible. was inspiring. Is that, is that someone Connor would have ever looked up to? Or? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He loved Jamaica. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Just loved, I don't know where it came from. I think Bob Marley, actually, the Bob song Marley, Three yeah. Little Birds. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, loved Bob Marley, and um, it was a Safa Powell through junior school, I think, who was the gun 100-meter sprinter, yep. and then yep. Usain Bolt came on the scene, and Connor yep. just thought he was the coolest dude ever, so yeah. to have amazing. this happen is pretty cool. Like, yeah, yeah that's cool. Check yeah, out the Instagram insane. page. <laughs> so Liz is networking. I, I love how all of this is born out of out of a home in, in Sandringham, and so much good has happened yeah, from something so devastating. Do you think... Um, uh, do you think this could have happened if it weren't for the support of, of Connor's friends and family? Or I guess, I guess where has this really come from? Apart from, you know, I feel like Liz is the driving force. Sort of where, where has that evolved? How has that... Yeah, um, absolutely. Well, um, all of Connor's friends, we all really want to get involved. His family friends, he has a really strong group of family friends who he's known forever. They all get involved. They all help out. They all bring their own talents to the fund. Um, things like music therapy... Some people help organise that. Yoga. Some yoga, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Connor mm-hmm. did a lot of um, yoga therapy, so they help with that. Um, there's just l- lots of different amazing people who are so passionate about the foundation and they all bring their own strengths and skills and it's just so impressive. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Now, uh, Benno, I understand that you've become a bit of the... The poster boy for <laughs> Coles go. and their support of the RCD Foundation. I just want to know, you know, you're a good-looking guy, but how did, <laughs> how did this come Mate, about? That's putting it very nicely. Yeah. <laughs> I wish the listeners could see it. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ben Sunia, uh, don't be afraid to plug. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, so that, that was interesting. So Coles basically had this internal competition. It was, it's a weird sort of thing to talk about, but um, a competition about... Um, basically, 
people who work there um, and who do ch- sort of charitable things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Cole Sandringham pretty much just put my name up because um, I knew about my involvement in the RCD Foundation. Yep. And pretty much from there, there were different levels, but basically came back from Cambodia because I was away from the for the final. Didn't win the final at Coles, but we Ooh. came. Me, Liz and I went into Coles, and the store manager there, um, Russell, absolute legend. We, we were literally <laughs> shout out going, to Russ. We were like, yeah, shout out to Russ. Um, we were literally went in there, Liz and I, being like, oh, what? Maybe we can get a few loaves of bread for the Connors run or something. Yeah, a few like a little donation. But Russ just goes, stuff it. Let's have two weeks. Yeah, um, we'll sell. They're called Brain Hearts. Yeah, so they're two dollars, five dollars, or ten dollars at the registers and have posters absolutely everywhere. So from that, it's evolved from the first year raising about $2,000 at Sandringham store to about this year, $77,000 at 26 stores, wow. I think it was. Fantastic. So, wow. Yes, no, it's been awesome. It's huge. Just planting seeds everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, now, Ellen, a lot of the people I know that support, obviously, the RCD fund may not have known Connor himself. I was wondering if you could share with us what kind of person uh, Connor really was. Yeah, absolutely. Connor was so much fun. He was incredibly smart and witty. And it's funny, we can always, um, on the Facebook flashbacks at the moment, you can always see on statuses from 2009 and 10, Connor correcting grammar or making jokes. (laughs) You know, it's so funny. It's kind of strange seeing like four years ago, whatever. Um, But he was just incredibly funny. He always wanted to be like the centre of attention and make everything fun. So Yeah. yeah, he was... Great value and definitely made everyone laugh. Like, was that's a beautiful good thing. And it, and it feels like that's, I guess, uh, from what you guys have said and from my engagement with the RCD mm. Foundation, that's really been reflected in, in the values and the, mm. and the morals and the uh, exactly. the, the Lots of fun. Awesome. Well, you with Zach and Charlie, too young to fail. We're here with Ellen and Ben from the RCD Foundation. They'll be sticking around for a little bit. Right now, we're going to be listening to some new tunes from Valis Alps. So don't go anywhere. You're on Sin. You're listening to Zach and Charlie. Too young to fail. Valis Alps there. Their new release before their impending EP, Fable, in 2017. Uh, first track since last year's EP featuring their breakout single, Young, which I'm a huge fan of. You can Great catch them at Falls over New Year's with every other 17-year-old. We are joined by <laughs> we are joined by Ben and Ellen from the RCD Foundation. Yes, Foundation. Recently did change it from fun to foundation. Um, just to be clear, we've dropped fund a couple of times, but for oh, the people nice. playing at home. Now, Benno, Connor was a bright, strong, and inspiring individual, and I think that's that's clear through anyone who's ever known him. But I was wondering, just from you know, just from a boy's perspective, just from a fella's, was, uh, did you guys get up to any mischief back in the day as, as a couple of mates? Oh, look, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you do growing up through uh, high school, I think one of the greatest memories I've had was the extent to which Connor organised his first sort of gathering with a group of teenagers. Oh, a bit of a soiree at his place? A little little bit of a dance. Um, (laughs) No, it was... So Scott was away in America on business, and it was just Liz at home. And um, I don't think Nick and Hannah were there, his sister and brother, actually. But it was Connor... So Liz, you know, Liz is a very outgoing character. Yep. I know you're listening, Liz. Love you. (laughs) Um, And, and yeah, she, she was pretty strict on sort of any sort of beverage coming through absolutely so what connor connor's plan was he told us all to um come up to his door 
he'd have and come with have one friend sorry have one friend go sneak to the back of the gate yep. and pass over the alcohol to Connor I mean yeah no that's so, fine yep yeah. sorry yeah to that's Connor that's fine <laughs> <laughs> and yeah Liz would just be oblivious to it so she thought we were just all super super happy and just having fun oh, and no. you know a couple of days later just when she went to life. take out the um, blue bin it was a bit full so yeah just wondering went... where did like this 20 kilos of cans come yeah, from exactly exactly all glass smooth glass. smooth uh, now more, on a more serious uh, note Ellen this is affecting people just like us and in the season of giving obviously there may be young Australians out there uh, listeners of this very podcast who might want to get involved um, so how can they get involved with the RCD Foundation and in what capacity yeah absolutely so we have so many events um so many opportunities for volunteering but also people can do Connor's Run. It's usually in September we've got the 9.6 kilometre or the 18.8 kilometre run and you can be sponsored for that so that's probably the best, the easiest way. Other way, other things we have, if there's anyone still at school wanting to get involved, we've got Brain Week that's, we try and get as many schools as possible in this one particular week, have fundraisers, bake sales, maybe a grey dress-up day. That's always the best way. Whenabouts is Brain Week? Brain Week's in May. May, okay. And then July, we are the major sponsor of the South Metro Junior Football League. Um, So we always need help there, you know, at their carnivals and games. We raise money. Yep. Um, What else do we have? Christmas market. Yeah, we have the Christmas market, which is actually coming up on the 8th of December. Oh, very close. Yeah, very close. Not to be missed. Not to be missed, exactly. We're in the organising stage for that. Um, Still looking for volunteers, actually, if anyone wants to come down and help. Looking for people to help us sell merchandise. We've got um, customised candles, uh, handmade baubles. Uh, Christmas baubles. Lots of handmade food. Um, Lots and lots of food. We do cute things like cookies in a jar. So we put in all the ingredients and make it look nice. It's a good little present. Um, And other things like outdoor accessories and all that kind of thing. So we have so many opportunities all through the year for people to come and help out. And if anyone is interested in coming in, helping out, send an email to info at rcdfoundation.org and we will get back to you with some some opportunities for you to come help us out. Oh, fantastic. It's such a good place to be involved in. There's so many bright young people, the, the energy about the place, it, it's certainly not to be missed. So can advocate that, would highly recommend it. And I've got to plug again, that Christmas market sounds awesome. Nothing better than like homemade cooking during Christmas. And- or a customised candle. I mean, I was sold yeah, there, to be honest. Exactly. <laughs> Didn't you already get a candle for your birthday? I did, uh, yeah. yeah. Is More that your masculine candle? But, yeah, a masculine candle. candle. Nothing wrong with a candle. I think we can all agree a scented candle is lovely. From, from the girlfriend or? Compliments of room. No, from mum. Oh, nice. Yeah, lovely. touch. So it's saying something about my room smell. So yeah, that's good. I think that's, that's <laughs> that was what was implied. with backhand. Guys, um, Ellen and Ben, I really want to thank you for coming on today. Really no appreciate your time and to uh, share with everyone the great work that's it's happening at the RCD Foundation. Guys, you can check them out, Facebook, Instagram. Check out the website. That's rcdfoundation.org.au, if I'm not dot wrong. Org. Dot org. Dot org. Come on, mate. We're, we're global. That's all right. No, we're, we're global. global. Nearly, <laughs> nearly <laughs> smashed so, it. So clean. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, again, guys, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, um, guys. And Thursday, December 8th from 9 a.m. till 9 p.m., 39 Royal Avenue in Sandringham. Don't miss out on the Chrissy Market. Pick up some gifts. Thanks Hope for coming to see in, you guys. there. Beautiful. Thanks, thanks guys. Coming up now, we've got The weekend featuring Daft Punk with I Feel It Coming. Don't go anywhere. Chaz and I have got some cute old crazies to go through and uh, try to figure out what our high school stereotypes are as well. We'll be right back.
That is the weekend and Daft Punk, I Feel It Coming, here on Mornings with Zach and Charlie, Sin 90.7. The second collaboration between the weekend, a legendary French duo, uh, Daft Punk. <laughs> uh, and also, in case you're wondering, the new album Starboy to be released this week. And will feature Lana Del Rey, Kendrick, and Future. Huge, huge album coming up. Now, you know what I've been paying attention to this week, mate? What's that? The emails. Huge. They're flying in. No surprise. Yeah. Absolutely flooding me. I can't get through them. Yeah. I have to say, they're making me ask myself... Is she cute or crazy? Is she cute or crazy? Probably. You're not crazy. A chance for you to reach out to Zach and I and ask, is my partner trying to do the right thing or are they fit for a straight jacket? <laughs> do they get the green light or the red flag? Are they cute or crazy? I think that theme is never going to get old. <laughs> that is a winner on the day. That is, what an achievement. Radio gold. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Feb. Um, this first one comes today from Katie, uh, titled, I can't admit I was wrong. Classic. It's the story of every girl. Katie's always the name of a, a little uh, off-keel <laughs> female. Go on. <laughs> Please, continue. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's see if that holds true. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue against that, but uh, you, know, you never know. You never know. Charlie might be right. Uh, broken clock is right really? twice a day. <laughs> um, hey, boys. Scan on. All right, classic. My boyfriend and I have been together for 15 months. He's a lovely guy. We never fight and we care about each other a lot. Mm, this is going to turn. Yep. However, 100%. here we go. We both noticed that we haven't been going out as much or doing as many exciting things as we used to. And I've been pushing for both of us to make more of an effort. I like how she says both of us. I bet she means him. Yes. Fact. Yep. So my boyfriend comes, up with, comes to me with the idea. Uh, we go out once a week for dinner. I loved it. It's locked in for Thursday night. On the day, I work a long shift, but I'm excited the whole day um, to spend some quality time, yada, 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 go out for drinks. About half an hour before I finish work, I text him to see where he's at, and he replies, hey, babe, Johnny's coming over to play Xbox at 5.30. Fatal. Oh, mate. You have thrown yourself into the fire here. <laughs> Cannot believe. Even if Johnny was coming over, you don't say you that. Put him in the coach's box after that. Oh, Get him off. Um, back to the back to the um, the writer. I'm fuming. <laughs> in the moment, I'm thinking, what the hell is he trying to pull here? Is this guy serious? Here's a bonus. My car had a flat tire, so I had to ride my bike five suburbs to get home. Just livid. Staring through my eyebrows, clenching the handlebars uh, with my fists. Vivid, oh, you know that. vivid descriptions. I love it. They can feel the anger. Yeah. Like, just absolutely fuming. Yeah. I walk in. He says hi. I wall him. Ah, oh, the old right there, Fred. Yeah. I get changed, go to leave and meet the girls at Fonda. And as I walk out the door, he asks, where are you off to? And I reply, to be with people that want to spend time with me. <laughs> in, no guy, in no guy speak, is that positive? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what city you're from, what language you're talking, that is just... You're going to have to give me more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I storm out, get on the tram and meet the girls at Fonda for cocktails, complaining about the boy. Um, he then texts me saying, I thought we were still on for 6.30, Johnny was going to leave. Oh. He's bought himself a bit of wiggle room here. <laughs> He's done very well. Do you got school is coming up, son. <laughs> I think I know the answer. 
Um, but I was so mad at the time and his actions represented everything that I was complaining about initially. Was I being cute or crazy? Look, I'm going to go with... Uh... Mate, let's, let's flesh it out. Uh, we, well, what are you my thinking? My first issue here is that she went to Fonda for cocktails. I mean, you've you got a bevy of options on Chapel. Well, so are we asking if she's cute or crazy in regards to cocktails <laughs> or the sitch? <laughs> the choice of venue? <laughs> Because, um, Katie, I, I talked to you for an hour on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking Boston sub. I'm, t- I'm talking... I'm talking... Uh, Morris Jones. Morris Jones, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got... Uh, Bit of an older crowd. Yeah, somewhere. But, um, nonetheless... No, yeah, no, but have you been to the rooftop? Curveball. Shut up. Yes, there's a rooftop bar at Fonda now, and it is shop. gorgeous. It yeah. only opened, like, I don't know, maybe a month ago. And yeah. it is everything summer. So that's why they've gone there. Okay. So she's got to get out of jail free card. Luckily, otherwise Charlie was going to come on, come down on you like a hammer. <laughs> so look, Fonda, that's a big no for me. But um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to side with, um, in regards to the story, I'm going to have to go. I think, I'm, and of course she's been cute. What's his name? I'm back, looking back at the script here. Uh, he doesn't have a name. A, a, Let's his call mate's him. Johnny. Ma- Johnny. Johnny should have helped him out. He's drowning. Sitting <laughs> on his head while he's drowning. <laughs> Uh, but what? I, no, in this situation, for sure, she she's had a shocking day at work. No one really enjoys a Thursday. Yep, that's common knowledge. And she's had you know a problem with the with the car, with the car with flat. The, the car's got flat. <laughs> <laughs> no Sherlock Holmes, but <laughs> this adds up <laughs> to a few negatives. Not conducive to a great day on Katie's behalf. Look, I'm I'm thinking about the position that the boyfriend was in. Let's call him Tony for. Just Tony, so Tony, you know, five thirty. I'm thinking he's already dressed as a guy, maybe. No, he'd be in his jocks. He'd be in his jocks. Johnny's come around. He said maybe he might have invited himself over. Said I want to play a bit of, um, yeah, Call of Duty or whatever the kids are playing these days. Mm. Let's shoot. The, let's we, shoot it up. We act like we're not playing Xbox still. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever the kids are playing these days, like Madden Seventeen or Infinity Wars or, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm so above that. Um. I, I don't know. I, I feel for the guy because he, could, in all seriousness, could have been having maybe a forty-five minute session, just quick session I, on the box. I get that, but he's made a ro- no. I'll admit he's made a rookie mistake, even saying Johnny's coming over to play Xbox. You want to start off by testing the waters. Anytime a girl finishes work, you got to be like, you want to say how the day's been. How was your day? Yeah, that's not because you're genuinely curious how their day was. You just want to no, test we, the water. It's dipping your not, finger that's in. That's not how we think with our girlfriends either. No, no, no. Of course we, not. We, we ask about the days because we can't. I, I want to know. I want to know. But a lot of guys out yeah, there. Yeah, a lot of guys. A lot of guys Pr- out there. Pricks. <laughs> <laughs> Self-centered. Self-centered, exactly. People, people, people. Um, why, why would they do that? Um, <laughs> might be just, you know, yeah, that, that's his first mistake. So I think it's it's a perfect storm. So inability to gauge Yes. Number one. Yeah, the, uh, really, this is more of a, a help for, for Tony, like for future. Mate, you've always got to put your t- dip your toes in, see if the water's icy. 100%. Because if it's icy, you don't want to be saying, Johnny's coming around to have a session on the old Call of Duty <laughs> before we're going out for the first date in I don't know how many months. Exactly right. Because everyone falls into that trap, I think. You mm. know, you date someone for 15 months, Oh, you're very, months. very complacent. You get, you know, you're just like, ah, we've been out. Yeah. The first three months is great. You know, you're, oh, you're hitting every bar you know. Exactly. You're like, yeah. oh, that, yeah, I know this underground club yeah. and yeah, this yeah, yeah. bar that does cocktails with, yeah. a, you know, nitrous oxide. And <laughs> yeah. I look how fancy I am. Yeah, you know, yeah. you get 15 months in, you got to start trying a bit more. I respect what they're trying to do. I think, yeah, Tony's in the wrong here. She I got, overreacted. I got no issue with Tony playing Xbox. That's fine. But yeah, obviously the ability to gauge. But the where are you off to? That's not on the coffin. Yeah, yeah. Where uh, are you seriously. off to? That's a good point. That almost <laughs> She's always like... rubbing it in, like <laughs> I know exactly where you're going, she, she, and I'm know. on the couch. 
I mean, she walled him initially, yeah. so he wouldn't know. Where oh, are you off to? Is baiting a fight? I'm in the doghouse. Here. Yeah, like- exactly right. <laughs> and then the whole. Uh, oh, I thought we we're on for six thirty. I was going to leave. Like that's. I mean, helping your cause. No, I think he's uh, trying to uh, just sort of dig his way out there. Um, yeah. I think my, my the clincher for me is to be with people that want to spend time with me. That is a yeah. classic. Yeah. That is the <laughs> definitely no. That's, on the that's up there with I just find it funny how. <laughs> Well, no, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I just don't find a funny how. I just think it's kind of weird that... Um, 20 minute monologue. Yeah, that's it. You're get the in, pillow out. You're in for a big night. Yeah. <laughs> get, the, get the box of sorbent. <laughs> she's going to be a long one. Look, I think, yeah. Uh, look, I think uh, after fleshing it out, I'm with you, Chaz. Yeah. I think she's being cute. Um, given, given the circumstances, face value, you think, sweetie, you just a little bit talk down to her. Yeah. Ma'am, um, you've, over, you've overreacted. Yeah. But... I'm with you. Yeah. I think she's being cute. That's yeah. that's that's gorgeous. Mm. That's just lovely. That's beautiful. Wow. Well, guys, and if you have any questions yep. for Charlie Dye to flesh out, to let you know whether you're being cute or crazy, we'll back you in. Katie, you were being cute. Thank you so much. But if you have any questions, you know, you've gone on a Tinder date recently, you want to know if this guy's worth keeping around, um, you start, you've you been on the third date with a girl and she's turned into a stage five clinger yep. and you need our advice, hit us up, Zach and Charlie. Uh, on Instagram, that's at Zach and Charlie. Not to be missed. Right now, you're on Too Young to Fail. We are fleshing it out. We've got a new question coming up after the break, but coming up, Beat Me to the Punch, Bag Raiders. New track from them, and it's kind of exciting to see the boys from Sydney back on the scene. So don't go anywhere. This is Sin 90.7. You are listening to Zach and Charlie. That was Beat Me to the Punch, Bag Raiders, a slick new single from the Sydney duo who brought us Shooting Star and Snake Charmer way back uh, in the old days. Uh, right in time for summer also, some tasty electric pop. Mm, absolutely. Skipper. Absolutely delightful, mate. Absolutely delightful. Good to have the Bag Raiders back. Mm. Um, miss them. Miss them. So mm. we've been having a few people message in, which is always exciting, and I cannot encourage it enough because this is where the content comes from, really. Um, we're not smart enough to come up with these ideas on our own, but no. this week, someone sent me a message, and they were wondering. I said, Zach, they said, they, they says, they says, Zach, boy. They says, mate, I'm a few years out of school, and I was wondering, have you or Charlie or anyone you know, being able to shake your high school stereotype because I feel like I'm stuck in mine. And it got me thinking, Chaz, mm. what were our high school stereotypes and what are Australian high school stereotypes? You look at America, they got the jocks, they got the cheerleaders, they got the bookworms, they got the nerds, they got, uh, you know, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Emos, the burnouts and the cool kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering... Um, with schoolies happening at the moment as well, a bit of a yeah. tie in there. You know, people are leaving school, they're trying to discover themselves. And God, actually, shout out to anyone who's at schoolies at the moment. This is not the only week of your life. Please don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Ugh, like no, I, no, 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 no. Like I have a child. Yeah. Ugh. Um, we weren't that ready. No, we weren't. <laughs> no, we were not. Uh, I didn't even have an idea. I was well, look, 17. We, we have obviously pretty good experience going to Brighton Crime. I'm very lucky to go to that school. And for me, it was three core groups. So one group was. I wouldn't say your burnouts, but they literally could not care less about study. Yep. And they'd just be the kind of core group. They go hard on the weekends. They get with the attractive chicks. <laughs> they get right. yep. the girls we don't We don't know. They, they, they get with yeah. girls that we, weren't, we were too shy to talk to. Yeah. 
You know, which you play, is... play enough handicap for three, we're playing off 35. It's just, <laughs> it's, just, it's not going to happen. So I, I think it's that group. And it's a very lucky win. The, I think it was our kind of middle ground where we cared about study, but we also didn't mind a bit of a boogie. Loved to dance. But we also kind of, you know, had a little tingle with the with the debating and the public speaking. So there was that kind of angle. So we're kind of in the middle. You kind of have your sport angle for the cool group. Yeah. You got your public speaking, debating for more of the academic side. Yeah. I think that was our group. And then you literally just had your bookworms, your nerds, who just couldn't care less about any kind of physical activity. Yep. Kick it in the library. You know, they wouldn't really care. Wouldn't really plan. I don't even go to schoolies. But for me, that was those were the three core groups. And if I'm to sum you up, I would say that you were, yeah, you're a school captain, well-liked guy, a very popular man. Yeah. Uh, you definitely like had the, the most... <laughs> you were definitely the most... <laughs> He's buttering me up at the start. The most confident men. So that obviously assisted with the debating public speaking angle, but you didn't mind hanging out with the cool kids, playing a bit of thirds footy, kicking <laughs> a goal every eight weeks. Every eight weeks. I think think you enjoyed the the double life. Are you you, double life? Are you questioning my athletic prowess, Charlie (laughs) Kick? I was, I'll I'll have you know, I was training with the twos and the thirds needed a captain. Yeah, they needed leadership. And it's a bit like um, Sam Mitchell going to West Coast. No. Yeah, the twos needed to free up cap room. West Coast needed, you know, a veteran. Yeah. Um, Thirds needed a veteran. You can't buy experience. No, you can't. I think that's. (laughs) I had a penetrating. Forward 50 kick. Um, Tenacious tackler. Oh, but, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I would definitely... <laughs> Off would, the back line. For the stereo, yeah. I mean, I think you ever since then, you've gone down the uni pi- pipeline. You're more a bit... Uh, you're going down the trendy, kind of hip, yeah, Triple yeah. J and, kind of thing. And a lot of it is a facade. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Only because you know me so well. Yeah, I know you back to front. I'm, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've got I've got a new pair of jeans. They're actually an old pair of jeans. Yeah. But I've cut the bottoms off yeah. and I've put some tears in them. And I mean, I've got to say, I mean, people think absurd. I'm... What? You've cut the bottom of the jeans off. Yeah, they look great, I think. They were way too long. So these are the jeans. Why can't you just roll them up? Because they were too That's too thick. obvious. It's too, it's too original. Well, rolled up is a bit 2012 now. Yeah. I think you've, got to, you've got to commit. That's what 2016 is about, committing. You've got to back yourself in. Uh, that's why I cut off the bottom of my jeans, and they yeah. look trendy. Yeah. I could, I could go to an art expo. No one would no be none, no one, none the wiser yeah. that I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Charlie, if I was to sum you up, mate, <laughs> if I was to sum you up, if I was to put a mirror in front of Charlie Gear and say, here, here you are. I'm just trying to think back to the to the high school days. What was Charlie King? You've got quite a magnetic personality. People like to be around you. Yeah, motivator. Uh, yeah, strong word. Uh, <laughs> however, you know, I, there's, some, there's something about you that makes me think you're either the smartest dumb person I know or the dumbest smart person I know. Just and some that, of the that decisions. That is one of the nice things you said to me, to be honest. <laughs> You're either, you're, yeah, you're either the top of a pack or the bottom of another one. I'm not 100% sure. And that's kind of where you sat. Like street, uh, sorry, uh, book smarts were there oh. and social skills, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But sometimes just to, to be able to read a situation, to be able to say, this is appropriate, this is not, wasn't your forte. And I think that held you back in some regard. <laughs> Especially in the dating scene, I think. After a particular date with one young lady um, from a sister school of ours. Uh, I don't think I'm going to mention any names, Charlie. Okay. Um, I, I think I remember her, uh, wa- you walking into class with your hand up like victory. Yes. Like Johnny Drama yeah. at the end of Entourage. Yeah. Um, Viking Quest. After, Viking Quest after one particular escapade. Yeah. And I think that was the end of you two. <laughs> Being done the next day. Yeah. Decisions, decisions were made that were poor. 
Now, I'm not here to stand on my soapbox about you know how perfect my high school relationships were. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. What um, what we're leading into here is, guys, we're keen to hear what your high school stereotypes were, mm. what they were at your school, um, where you lay in that mm. sort of in the scale, and if you've been able to shake that sense. See, Charlie is still very much the dumbest smart person I know. Yes. Or the smartest dumb person I know. Yes. And I am very much still an awful football player. Yes. Um, but uh, don't mind a uh, good debate. Don't mind speaking in public. No doubt about that. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in this week, guys. That's all we have time for, unfortunately. Remember to drop us a message on our Instagram at Zach and Charlie, 173 followers and counting. Let us know if you have <laughs> any cute or crazy questions or if you've broken out from your high school stereotype. Thanks for listening, guys. It's been a beautiful week. A uh, big thank you again to Ben and Ellen for coming onto the show. And that was the RCD Foundation. If you want to get involved, head to rcdfoundation.org or drop Ellen a message at info at rcdfoundation.org.au. Guys, next week, huge show. It's all uh, banter. It is all banter. It's just Zach and Kingy lighting it up. So please, not to be missed. We'll be here at the same time. Podcast is going up tonight. Don't go anywhere. Have a great weekend. We love you all. Yeah. I'm sorry.